You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. Hey, guys. We have an epic week of planetary transits. We have a lot of transformational stuff going on. We've got a few major conjunctions that are going on. Mars is going to be conjuncting Saturn. Jupiter is going to be conjuncting Pluto. We've got a sign change going on. We have two sign changes going on. Mars is going into Aquarius where that conjunction is happening with Saturn. And then Venus is going into Gemini. And Venus is going to be in Gemini for a while. Venus will be in Gemini for the next four months or so up until about the beginning part of August because Venus will be going retrograde in May. But that is another story and I will be talking about that as those transits go along with that retrograde. But we have a lot going on for this next week overall just in a seven-day period. Just looking at some of the vibes on this graph, these transits are going to definitely be a mixed bag. There's definitely some good spots. There's definitely some fun spots. There's definitely some intensity here, especially when I'm seeing some of the solitude energy popping up. It's interesting seeing that pop up because I haven't seen it pop up in a few weeks. And I mean, considering, you know, the state of the world and a lot of people are staying home currently, it's interesting that this is finally just starting to pop up. So there's going to definitely be a lot of self-reflection. There's going to definitely be a ton of introspection and just figuring out where it is that you're going, um, needing time to yourself, needing space to yourself. I was addressing needing space in one of my other videos last week. And this is going to be a time where you're going to be trying to figure out exactly what you need in order to have some personal time to yourself because things can get cramped, things can get crowded. And when you have a lot on your mind, you're going to definitely want to retreat and just be to yourself. So that way you can just recharge your batteries in some sort of way because there's definitely some emotional sensitivity that comes with this as well. There's also a lot of just psychic vibes going on. We have stuff going on with Neptune and Mercury. There's going to be a conjunction with Mercury and Neptune and as Mercury is finally out of shadow, we've got that going on. So don't at all be surprised if this is a week where you're feeling as though you're having a lot of psychic dreams, extrasensory, intuitive downloads, and things like that. Motivated and inspired in some sort of way. There's also some emotional confusion, a lot of emotional confusion going on as we go in the beginning part of April, April 2nd going all the way to the fourth, there's definitely some stuff going on planetarily where you're going to feel as though you can't make heads or tails of something. You may end up feeling a little bit more sensitive than usual. You may end up feeling a little bit more off. And by that, you may feel a little more nervous energy than usual with this sort of thing. And it could definitely be a situation where there's a lot of fog and confusion when it comes down to other people, relationships, anything you have to do as far as document signing and things like that. So We've got an interesting week. There's definitely a lot of colorful energies going on as we get towards the end of the week. And overall, this is definitely going to be an epic week. So let's look at the next seven days and see what we can expect with some of these transits. So yeah, we have a pretty epic week ahead of us. And one of the first aspects we have going on is Mars going into Aquarius. Last time Mars was in Aquarius was 2018, and it spent about a good six months in Aquarius because Mars went retrograde that year. It backed into Capricorn somewhere around August, but I would say from May, middle of May going on till about the middle of November, Mars was in Aquarius. So we had some major Aquarius lessons to learn around that point in time, and currently we don't have to worry about that for a little longer. Mars will be going retrograde until September, and it will be in Aries, its home sign. So again, getting ahead of myself, but... Think about what you were doing in 2018, what type of action you were trying to take in your life at that time to get yourself out of a point of being stagnant and stuck because we're dealing with Aquarius energy 
fused with Mars. And so this is all about getting out of any rust that you might have been at that point in time and doing it in a way that's innovative and revolutionary in some form or fashion within your life. What makes this placement so powerful is you have Aquarius energy, which is all about getting out of ruts, all about getting out of places where you've became stuck. And then you have that combined with Mars. Mars is all about movement. Mars is all about taking action. Mars is a go-getter. And then you combine these energies together. If you've had any area of your life where you felt as though you were stuck and you were stagnant, this is going to really help you move through that. If that was something that you were experiencing a couple of years ago, you may have an aha moment about why that was and what it was you did to help yourself during that time. Because this time around, this is definitely going to have that same sort of energy to it, but a little bit different. So wherever you may feel stuck right now, or if you're in a place where you feel as though you might have painted yourself into a corner in some sort of way, or you've just been in a rut, this is going to really help you start taking some action and making some quick decisions that need to be made currently in your life. This is also a good energy for being very decisive about what it is you want to do and where you want to go. And putting you in a direction that helps you move forward on the things that you've been sitting on and thinking about and pondering and that sort of thing. So wherever it is you're needing to take action on something that you've been waiting for, this is going to be that energy where you're going to be able to do so. So yeah, we've got about a good six weeks of this energy. And of course, like any transit, it has its high vibes and it has its low vibes. On the higher vibration, this is an amazing placement for helping your fellow man. This is an amazing placement for rolling up your sleeves and doing what's right for others, helping those who are less fortunate, helping those who don't have a voice get a voice. In other words, you're taking assertive action and you're stepping forward and you're speaking up for those who are afraid to speak up for themselves or you're speaking up for those who don't have a platform where they can defend themselves or speak up for themselves in some sort of way. And again, that's another good thing with this transit. Whereas you're a defender, you're a defender of those who just don't have the ability to defend themselves. You're rooting for the underdog. You're helping the underdog. So it's that sort of energy. And at this time, it's going to be great to see people be more passionate about these types of topics and areas where you can help more people because it's needed at this point. This is also an amazing energy for taking action when it comes down to situations, policies, and things of that nature that no longer work for society. This is also an amazing transit for cutting out what no longer works and making way for the new. In other words, if there was anything that's going on societally, Anything that's going on with rules and regulations that no longer work, this is the type of transit where people take the right and appropriate actions to make those things work for everyone. Another thing about this transit on the fun side, this is the type of transit where you are going to feel more adventurous, you're going to feel more open to new things, you're going to actually take action when it comes down to those new things and actually dive into those things. Now I know in a lot of ways, because people are staying in more, that's a little bit limited. So hopefully you guys can get creative with this because this is the type of energy where you can definitely find yourself getting creative in terms of finding something fun to do. We're going on some crazy side quests. I mean, you can do that in a video game. You can get adventurous when you're gaming. So try to find creative ways to get adventure in your life because it's the perfect transit for it. Another thing with this is it's amazing for just getting in touch with your individual side. Even though there is a little bit of a paradoxical thing that goes on with this 
in a sense where you need your freedom and individuality, but at the same time, this is where Mars has a little bit of a problem in Aquarius is because it is about the group, it is about the network, it is about other people when it comes down to this energy. And this is the energy of looking at society and looking at others. And so with Mars, Mars is a very individualized planet. So a lot of times there is a little bit of a conflicting energy that goes with this where you may be questioning if you're doing enough for other people. And there are going to be moments where you're feeling as there is going to be those moments where you're going to have to get comfortable with taking individual action. The thing with this energy is you have to find a balance where you can still be there for the group while still having your freedom and still being your own individual self and doing both together and blending them in some sort of way. So with this energy, that can be an issue on a lower vibration. What can be problematic with this energy is people have a tendency to be social justice warriors, and there's nothing wrong with social justice in any way, shape, or form. But when I'm saying this, I mean being pushy when it comes down to causes and things like that. Help your fellow man. Go out there and do the right thing, but you don't want to push your beliefs on other people and you don't want to get in people's faces when you feel like they're not doing enough for, you know, group efforts, societal efforts and things like that. You don't want to start getting judgy with this kind of energy because sometimes that can come out with this kind of energy. Also, because we are dealing with Mars energy, this is a lot of sexual energy that comes from this placement as well. The thing is, because it is an Aquarius energy, it is detachment when we when it comes down to hookups. So it's, it, I'm going to say that this is not lower vibration. I'm going to say that this is super neutral because it depends on the person. But when it comes down to things, if you are looking to meet someone, you can end up meeting people who are just wanting to keep things simple, wanting to keep things basic, wanting to keep things in the friend zone, wanting to just be a hookup buddy and that sort of thing. This is not the type of energy for a long-term relationship. This is more so an energy where, you know, if you want to network with people and be friends with people, it's the perfect energy for that. When it comes down to hookups, this is not a great energy for that. I mean, you might have a great hookup with this energy, but it's not going to be the best energy as far as sustaining a relationship because you're going to be meeting the types that are a little bit more detached, a little more aloof, and so, you know, if you're looking for something serious and this is aspecting something in your chart, it may not happen with this energy. And, and consider, considering, again, the climate that we're in currently, it's probably best to take a break anyway. So, so yeah, this should be an interesting transit, to say the least. On the 31st, Mars is going to conjunct Saturn. This doesn't happen in two years. It's almost two years to the date, 2018. It would be about April 1st, 2018 to be exact. The last time these guys conjuncted with one another. So again, look back two years ago and see where things were going for you in terms of just taking action in terms of being responsible in your life or gaining some sort of stability in your life or where you were putting so much effort into something that wasn't working for you and you decided to make a new plan of action that you can take that will actually work for yourself. So yeah, this is a pretty powerful conjunction, especially when Mars and Saturn get together. When Mars and Saturn get together, it can either really be intense or it could be someone that really motivates you to do what you need to do. One of the amazing things about this transit is, is it is going to get us out of our old habits and our old ways. Get us out of an old way of doing things and make room for a new start. Make room for something that's fresh. Make room for something that's going to actually move and work for us. 
This is the type of Mars-Saturn energy where we start something new and fresh as a new cycle between Mars and Saturn. So we're going to get things going. It's going to get us moving forward on our long-term plans that we have. So one of the amazing things about this is if you have any projects or things that you didn't want to take care of, anything that's hard to do, anything that requires your focus, this is going to give you the energy and the drive to do so. It really gives you the strength to accomplish things that you never thought you could accomplish. You are going to be able to move mountains with this energy depending on how this is aspecting in your chart. It's just a lovely high vibe thing about this energy overall. It definitely makes you a workaholic, so you definitely have to have some sort of balance when it comes down to that because this is the type of aspect where you can tirelessly work, but if you're working towards a goal that requires you to kind of be tireless, this is good for that. Just, again, make sure you're in balance because one of the problems with this is you can work yourself to the bone with this energy when it comes down to projects or anything you're trying to accomplish. You could be so obsessed with your long game that, you neglect other things in your life, and so you want to be aware of that as much as you possibly can. This is where some of the lower vibrations come in with that. So this is one of those things you just want to be aware of because you don't want people to feel neglected in your life, like your family, friends, romantic partners, things like that. This is one of those energies where this can happen. Yeah, there's a possibility for that with this type of energy where you can people can feel neglected if they feel as though you're ignoring them because you find something else that that important to them, whatever that may be for you. And this also always can be a vice versa thing. You can be dealing with people like that. This also has a tendency to bring out a nasty side in people, a cold side in people, a ruthless side in people. So people can be really sharp with their mouths and their tongues. So this is one of those things to be aware of with this energy as well. This energy can definitely cause people to blow up. It can definitely cause people to blow things out of proportion here. And so that could lead to an escalation of some kind with people. It could lead, lead to altercations with people. So that's another thing to be aware of with this energy. It's also the type of energy, too, where, you know, when you have Mars and Saturn energy, there's always going to be a little bit of a fight and a tug of war when it comes down to instant gratification versus waiting for things to happen. And in other words, Saturn is a type of energy where it's slow, steady, it's patient, and it's willing to wait for things. Mars energy wants it now, now, now. It wants that instant gratification. It is impulsive. And so that can definitely cause some issues between what you want now and what's going to really just happen later. In other words, something that you may want now may not happen for a while, so you might as well just be patient because that can blow up in your face with people as well. Or it could be a thing where someone's promising something to you and you just don't want to wait for it and the person decides, you know what, I just don't want to give this to you now because you just couldn't wait. So something to be aware of with this energy. So yeah, there's a lot going on here in terms of just trying to find some sort of balance. And here's the thing too, this is going to be making an aspect with the North Node. It's going to be making a quincunx with the North Node. This is where you need to take a step back and refocus your energy in any way you can. In other words, Look at the areas of your life where you're going after the wrong things, where you're going after that instant gratification, where you're going after outward security over inner security, meaning basically if you're going for more material things in your life rather than the things that are important, then this is going to be one of those aspects where it can be difficult. And when it's making these quincunxes with the North Node, it can be hard to see, so try and take a step back because with the quincunx, sometimes it could be it's a blind spot. It could be hard to see exactly where you're going wrong with things. And look at it, look at the areas where you need fulfillment and where you are fulfilled and where you're not fulfilled, and try to work on those areas of your life because this is all about getting responsible in some sort of way and responsible on all levels. It's all about taking action so that way you can have security on both levels. 
inner and outer security because it's not about having both it's about having a balance of it try to find a way to harmonize that in your life in some sort of way so with this new cycle try to stay on the right path and do whatever it is that you need to do use this energy in the proper way use this energy to work on something you never thought you'd be able to do and go from there because otherwise it is an intense energy but you can definitely make the most of it transit if you channel your energy properly on the third, Venus is going into Gemini, and Venus is going to be here for a while. Venus is going to be here until about August 7th. Venus is going retrograde in May, so this is why Venus is going to be spending four months in this particular sign. So we have a lot of Venus-Gemini energy going on. As a matter of fact, the nodes will be changing in May as well, and the, node, the north node is going to be in Gemini, and the south node is going to be in Sagittarius. So we have a lot of Gemini-Sagittarius lessons. We've got some mutable energy that's going to be going on for quite a bit, so let's get used to this. But I will have to say, hey, this Gemini energy that's coming up with Venus is welcomed. Before it goes into the retrograde, once it goes into the retrograde, I mean, we've got some other things that we'll have to deal with. For now, I'll take this month and some change of just Venus being in Gemini because this is a fun Venus. I'm not saying that the other Venuses aren't fun. Some of them have their sticking points. Some of them definitely have their points where they're difficult and they're hard and whatnot. But Venus and Gemini is a sociable, fun energy. And I know socializing currently isn't the most easiest thing. So do the best you can in order to just capitalize on this energy. In other words, you can even do wine play dates over the phone or FaceTime or Zoom. I live far away from some of my friends and family, so we do that a lot. We'll make little plans just to hang out over the phone or hang out over like Skype and things like that. So, so I highly recommend trying that if you're not able to get out and you're not able to socialize, considering, again, the conditions of the world right now with all the social distancing, then definitely try and do one of those. Set up a fun phone play date. Yeah, set up some fun play dates because everyone needs it at this point. Everyone needs fun, and this is the type of Venus that loves to have a good time. This is the type of Venus that needs stimulation, and stimulation on so many levels. Stimulation in the sense where, since we're dealing with Gemini energy, this is the type of Venus that needs conversational stimulation. This is the type of Venus that needs intellectual stimulation. This is the type of Venus that's going to need some sort of humor or, and by humor, something comedic. This is the type of Venus that's a little comedic. This is the type of Venus that enjoys a good comedy show. I have Venus in Gemini, so I can definitely attest to this. This is the type of Venus that definitely enjoys a good laugh. So definitely try and do something humorous. And this is one of those times where we could all use a good laugh at this point. So try and do things like that with this. Watch a good comedy. If you're into comedy, definitely joke around with friends, family, things like that. Because this type of Venus definitely needs that sort of stimulation. And especially, again, with intellectual stimulation. Read a good book. Check out a new documentary. Take up a new subject. Take some courses. Right now, a lot of people have time on their hands, and if you're needing to occupy your time, this is definitely going to be the perfect time to do so anyway, considering a lot of people are indoors right now. And with Venus being in Gemini for as long as it's going to be, you definitely are going to want to take up a subject that's going to stimulate your mind. And also with this type of energy, when it comes down to dating, if you are open to dating at this point, this is the type of Venus that prefers substance over looks. Now, I'm not saying throw attraction completely out the window, but this is the type of Venus that's going to prefer somebody who's more intellectual, someone who actually has a head on their shoulders, someone who, again, has a sense of humor and is witty. So 
instead of going after somebody because of the way they look, this is the type of Venus where, you know, you're going to feel more of an urge to go after people who have layers to them, who have depth to them. So a lot of that, a lot of those themes are going to definitely pop up love life wise with this energy. So you could be attracting people who are really intelligent. You could be attracting people that you normally wouldn't have gone for because more or less, you might go from the superficial over the substance at times. So this is going to open up some new doors for you where you're actually looking at substance in a person. Another good thing about this Venus is it brings out fairness in people. So you're going to be dealing with more friendlier types of people. So in other words, people are going to be a little bit more friendlier, a little bit... I can't say people will be less edgy or giving some of the, given some of the other circumstances, but there's a higher chance of running into people who are kind and friendly and funny. Also, more chances of meeting people who have an open mind or you yourself may find that your mind is opening up in the sense where you're very objective and you're able to see both sides of a situation. So this gives you the ability to see things from other people's points of view and actually respect them, even if it isn't your belief. So there's a good energy that comes with this, and it can be very helpful considering a lot of the things that are going on currently. One of the things with this that this Venus definitely gets a bad rap for, and definitely it, it, it is something of a truth, is this Venus could be a little bit flaky. This, ve this Venus could be a little bit changeable. This Venus could be the type of Venus that isn't the most committal. So if you're running into situations where someone seems like they're flaking out or they're ghosting you and that sort of thing, if you're dealing with relationship situations, then definitely I would recommend just kind of just leaving the situation where it is. Because this is definitely where you end up meeting those types on the negative side. On the more lower vibrational side of this, you can meet the types that are non-committal. So definitely enjoy the fun parts of this Venus because it has its good side like any placement within any sign any planet in any sign there's always a lower vibration to things so enjoy the fun parts of this and try to stay as flexible as possible and try to be as consistent as possible so yeah try to soak up the good parts of this venus and gemini we could use the fun energy that comes with this and we're kicking things off with a couple of harmonious aspects from venus venus is going to be making a trine with saturn this is perfect energy for bringing stability for where we need stability within relationships, within our finances. This is the perfect energy if you need to step up in your life or you need some sort of solid foundation. And again, and not to keep talking about what's going on in the world, but at this point, a lot of people need stability, a lot of people need reliability, and this is the perfect aspect for it. So hopefully you guys are experiencing that from this because it is going to help bring in some sort of security. It's also an amazing aspect for getting your shit together where you need to get your shit together because it gives you the ability and the foundation to do so. So hopefully you guys are experiencing this on all levels of your life. Venus is also going to be making a trine with Mars. That's going to happen over the next couple of days. It hasn't came into orb just yet. But that's going to also bring in some extra harmony within relationships. So we can use this boost so much at this point. And on top of that, that same day, Mercury is going to be making a conjunction with Neptune. Now, this is one of those areas where we're going to finally get a little bit of clarity when it comes down to things. Now, with Mercury making that conjunction with Neptune, this is one of those areas where you do experience some of the positive sides of this transit. Mercury and Neptune, when they come together, sometimes there could be a lot of confusion. There could be a lot of fog. And this is one of those areas where definitely stay on your toes, but it should help bring some clarity on certain things here. There may be some areas where you're still unclear. There may be some haze in your life. There may be some confusion in your life. So try your best to go over everything slowly, but for the most part, the way to experience this energy is doing something spiritual. It's going to get you in touch with your psychic side. It's going to get you in touch with your intuition. This is the perfect energy for meditating. And again, at this point, 
we can use a little bit of relaxation and something to help us ground ourselves. And this would be a good energy for meditating. And if you're feeling foggy or you're feeling out of sorts, I would definitely recommend that with this energy. But for the most part, this is a great energy for just learning spiritual topics, learning astrology, learning anything to do with tarot, psychic abilities, things like that. Definitely tap into those abilities because you'll be more receptive than usual with this energy. So hopefully you guys are experiencing the higher vibrations of this energy. This weekend, we have something pretty significant going on. Jupiter and Pluto are coming together in a conjunction. And this doesn't happen very often. The last time this happened was 13 years ago in 2007 to be exact. And so this is a major alignment. And when you have the outer planets coming together like this, it definitely brings in periods of transformation and change. And of course, since we're dealing with Pluto, there's definitely a lot of transformation and change and with Jupiter here as well. So yeah, this isn't like your everyday conjunctions with the moon. This isn't like your day-to-day -day conjunctions, your weekly conjunctions that you would have with Mercury or Venus or Mars even. This is one of those conjunctions where it has taken a while. So think about where you were back in 2007, how your life has transformed and changed in some sort of way. The last time these guys were together, it was Sagittarius energy they were under. Jupiter was in Sagittarius and Pluto was in Sagittarius. So think about what type of transformation took place in your life over the last 13 years and what type of Sagittarius lessons you've learned. What ways have you expanded your horizons? What ways have you noticed that the world has changed in that last 13 years? Because there has been a lot of major changes. There has been major upgrades and recalibrations of society overall in 13 years. And we're about to hit a new cycle in this. And this time it's going to be in Capricorn energy where our focus is going to go into Capricorn themes. And so we're going to be focusing on those types of themes. We're going to be focusing on laying a new foundation and redefining what it is to be stable. So yeah, with a transit like this, some of the themes you can expect are going to be goal-oriented. A lot of the times with this energy, it is a driven energy. It is an ambitious energy. So it is going to give you the power and the strength and the energy and the focus to get what it is that you need to get, depending on where this is aspecting in your chart. But yeah, this is going to give you a surge of energy, and you're going to feel more motivated. This is the type of energy, if you have something that you've been planning, if you have something long-range that you're looking to go after, this is going to give you the ability to do so. This is going to give you... It's going to give you an, a special amount of luck with this energy. You have Jupiter's energy combined with Pluto, and it gives you these opportunities that you normally wouldn't get. It puts you in a good position where your luck is magnetic. Magnetic in the sense where you end up attracting the right opportunities to yourself. It gives you magnetic luck in, this, in terms of meeting people in positions of power, in terms of meeting people who have clout, and that sort of thing. So it puts you in front of situations and opportunities you normally wouldn't get. And then, of course, with it being in Capricorn energy, if there has been something that you've been working hard towards, there has been a goal you've had in mind for a very long time that you've actually been putting the energy into, this is where you're going to end up reaping the rewards, depending on where this is aspecting in your chart. But this brings about a very lucky energy, and it brings in a magnified luck that you normally wouldn't have. It's not like, you know, you just land on $5. Not the type of luck where you just find $20 in your jeans when you're doing your laundry. This is the type of luck where it changes your life 
and transforms things for you for the for the long haul. And it also gives you the ability to have some power yourself. So this could put you in a position where you have more authority in some sort of way. This could be a huge promotion or something along those lines. This could be some sort of area where you're stepping into a role you did not expect to step into and all of a sudden you've got all of this power behind you. So it does bring that sort of stuff as well. So in terms of power, it gives you the power to actually make things happen. So this is definitely a, it's an energy where it's intense. It's intense in a good way. It could definitely have its negative side. Now, of course, we'll get to the lower vibrations of this energy. But this is one of those energies where, you know, again, all of a sudden you have this ability to do things that you normally were not able to do. And you have this sense of power and the ability to dole out power. So use it responsibly. Use it wisely. Use the focus energy wisely, too, because it does have some obsessive qualities as well. And that's something to be aware of. So you'd be so obsessed with a goal or launching something big that you may not be able to see everything else around you. So try to stay balanced or as balanced as you possibly can with this. You also don't want to get power hungry with this because this is one of those energies where it has a tendency to backfire when people do get power hungry. This is one of those things where if you are bestowed upon, if power is bestowed upon you, there can definitely be some situations where, you know, if you're being abusive with that power, then it can be taken away. With this type of energy, if you do have a little bit of extra responsibility on you or you have clout or you have authority, power, whatever you want to call it this is definitely a good energy the type of energy where you want to be generous with others this is going to be a type of energy too on a societal level where you may see more generosity than normal when it comes down to people in positions of power and people coming to other people's aid and that sort of thing but if it's you yourself being aspected definitely generosity goes a long way and it gets rewarded tenfold with this energy so it's definitely it's this is the kind of energy if you're doing good deeds and you're being a good person and you're doing the right thing you get further along with this energy. If you're doing the wrong thing, this energy has a tendency to punish. It puts in the power of Pluto and the justice of Jupiter together. And if you're doing something that's not right towards others, then you end up having to pay it all back. So use this energy responsibly and wisely. Definitely observe some of the trends that will be going on with this energy as well. On a societal level, you may be seeing themes where People who are treating others unfairly are getting their just desserts. You may be seeing situations where people who abuse their power are finally getting their payback. Any type of abuse of any kind backfires with this type of energy. So there's going to be a new tone set. And again, with this being Capricorn energy, this is all about being responsible. So those who are in higher positions and aren't being responsible with the amount of power and clout that they have, they can end up having a situation where they're falling from grace or they're having to pay in some sort of way. But yeah, this is a pretty intense energy. So use it to the best of your abilities. This definitely is going to bring in some big and major changes when it comes down to things, when it comes down to higher education as well. You can definitely see some changes with that with institutions and structures because Capricorn rules those things. You may see some big changes when it comes down to government and banks when it comes down to this energy because it is Capricorn energy. But for the most part, it's a highly charged energy, it is a very enlightened energy. Some people may be experiencing intuitive downloads from this energy. It can definitely bring you to higher heights when it comes down to your abilities in terms of spirituality and in terms of those things. But yeah, use this energy to further yourself the best way possible because it is a powerful energy. It doesn't happen very often. And if you're lucky enough to have this aspect in your chart and you use this well, then you're going to go very far with this energy. So... I hope you all have the best week ever. Later, guys.